1: That's stamps.com. Code program.
2: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Emma Gunn Show. I am your host, Emma Gunn-Wardner. And in this episode, I am joined by author and journalist Sally Hughes and PR Dynamo Joe Jones to talk about their new initiative, Beauty Banks, which is uh, setting out to end hygiene poverty. In this show... We talk about how the idea came about, how they've uh, set about making it all happen. And I mean, it really has happened quickly. I sat down with them the day before. I think they were just about to turn three weeks old. And we were in a room full of boxes of donations. And uh, following the recording, I, along with uh, Lindsay Kelp from uh, Full Coverage Podcast, Nadine Baggett, the Beauty noodle from YouTube, Luke Stevens, the makeup artist, loads of us turned up rolled up our sleeves and did a load of repackaging to get these uh, beauty supplies into the hands of the people who really need them because that's what this is about. Hygiene poverty is there in the UK and I'm sure in many other places around the world sadly where unfortunately people are making a choice between food and hygiene. It's just not okay and what Sally and Jo are doing is just incredible and so in this episode we talk about how they've set it up, what what it is uh, doing, who is benefiting and also how you can get involved. If you want to get in touch with the show then please do email me at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com or slide into the DMs on Twitter and Instagram where I am at Emma Guns. Crucially I will be putting all of the links to Beauty Bank, Sally and Joe in the show notes which will be on iTunes and on emmaguns.com and vitally it will be in those links that you can find out how you can help if it is something that you want to contribute towards or find out how you can get involved with. I really hope you enjoy this conversation. I went to Joe's office where the Beauty Banks HQ is currently situated. It is a working office. Uh, we were in a big room with a load of boxes. If you hear any background noise, I do apologise, but but getting time with these two ladies um, during such, such a busy time meant that we had, to, we had to record where we could. So apologies if you do hear a bit of background noise. I hope that it's clear for everyone to hear. And so here they are, Sally Hughes and Joe Jones talking all things Beauty Banks on the Emma Gunn Show. Right, we're here to talk about Beauty Banks. And joining me, we have first-time guest Joe Jones, <laughs> PR extraordinaire, and returning firm fan favourite Sally Hughes. Welcome Hello. to the podcast. Yeah. Thank you for joining me. I am very keen to talk to you about Beauty Banks. Which right? When did you announce it? Two weeks ago. I think it's at three today. Is it not? Three weeks today. Yeah. Uh, Monday. Goodness, time flies. And since then, it is everywhere. It has exploded. It is brilliant. It's. Has been one of the biggest sort of not launch because it wasn't a launch, was no. it? But just it's had a massive impact on the industry and also wider. So, could you tell me the genesis of beauty banks? It was very much not planned that way, was it? No, I mean, we should
3: sit back and take credit for our amazing launch, oh. shouldn't we? But we didn't <laughs> actually
4: do it. No, because it wasn't
3: plan it. No, nothing was planned, and I think that's. It seems such a ridiculous thing to say when I work in PR and communications, and Sally is obviously has this amazing platform and voice. And it was just, it was just a very um, organic thing that just happened from a couple of chats that we just had together. Someone being kind enough, top shelfy illustrated to create a logo for us that was amazing that she did for free of charge, and Sally just posted it on her Instagram. And
4: yeah, because it, it was a long. Com- um- It was a long conversation, but that one that we only touched on every now and then. It'd been Mm, going on for maybe a year Uh or
2: something. Did the original conversation start from knowing teachers who were taking sanitary products? That That was part of it. Yeah,
4: that was part of it. A couple of things happened. So Joe and I were just having a regular work appointment. So for anybody outside of the industry, what happens is like maybe every eight weeks, Joe and I will meet up and we'll be like, "What's happening at TCS? What you know?" And it was just one of those. And we just started talking, I think, about something we'd read in the paper. Um, a, a big charity called uh, In Kind Trust had commissioned a survey that had appeared in all the, um, or commissioned a report that had appeared in all the newspapers about hygiene poverty and about how people were um, having to choose between eating and keeping clean. Mm-hmm. And people didn't have access to essential toiletries, things that we take for granted, like tampons, sanitary towels, shower gel. Uh, deodorant, stuff Mm. like that and uh, Joe and I I think had both seen it and we'd had just a chat about it when we were on appointment and saying god this is some bullshit basically like it was just awful wasn't it we were horrified by it and I think round about the same time we were having a similar, well a parallel conversation about what can we as an industry do with the fact that you know we lead such charmed lives, we're surrounded by product um we'd like to do something about that and it was just sort of bringing the two things together and then it was definitely joe who thought of the words beauty banks i remember that quite clearly we were sitting somewhere and joe said "It's beauty banks isn't it it's food banks but it's beauty banks <laughs> that was definitely joe and i think when she thought of that name it felt more like a thing we could mm-hmm. start planning and then i went to uh cardiff and it was still kind of on on the boiler and we talked about it at a couple of dinners and stuff And then I went to Cardiff in January to um, do a report for BBC Wales on homelessness. And I visited homeless shelters, hostels, talked to lots of rough sleepers and so on over the course of a few days. And I was in a homeless shelter one day and I was having a cup of coffee in the office at the homeless shelter and I realised I was kneeling against some crates and I looked down and they were these little crates, the kind you buy in a pound shop or whatever. And they had sanitary towels in them little minis of toothpaste little minis of deodorants and they were all mismatched you Mm. know they'd obviously been brought in by individuals and they were like little hotel freebies flight freebies that sort of thing and I asked what they were and or what they were there for and every time a female um, who was using the homeless shelter had her period she would have to go and she would have to ask for a tampon or a towel and she would given one from this very small collection that the staff had brought in from home or people had brought in from the street. And again, I just thought, Jesus Christ, like, I get more than that in jiffy bags every day.
2: Mm. Yeah.
4: And I get like 10 jiffy bags a day
0: Mm.
4: of product. And I just thought the disconnect here is crazy. And there were people in the homeless shelters who were going to the homeless shelter for a shower and to wash their clothes before they went to work and did a hour shift the next day. And Jo and I both knew teachers who were taking in sanitary protection for girls who couldn't afford to protect themselves during school time. And so I think you knew someone who was missing school, right? Or yeah. you knew somebody
3: who had pupils. I mean, I think things like period poverty are getting quite a lot of attention yeah. at the moment, quite rightly so, which is just... which is amazing. And I'd heard quite a lot of news reports around how... Um, First of all, the fact that the term exists in the first place just mm. blows my mind. And as most women will have um, had a situation, which um, I myself have had recently, where, you know, it just seems to come out of the blue. Yeah. You know, you get your period, you're somewhere, and I ducked into boots, bought a shitload of um, everything I could get my hands on, run into Marks and Spencers and bought clean underwear, and mm. there I was sorted. But actually... was 15 20 quid or whatever Mm, that I spent and who you know not if you were a kid or even or a woman you know a grown-up and you can't you don't have the capacity to um look after yourself in that way then it can be incredibly dehumanizing and you know it's it's really hard um for for people to have to live that way every month and knowing that it's coming again and again a yeah. period is not something that you can yeah. switch off imagine dreading it as well like. yeah and we went you know a friend of mine runs he's um a head um head teacher uh, he's a principal you're not allowed to say headmaster anymore oh you not no 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 okay. um he's a principal in a high school in north london and most of the kids there are from or a lot of the children there are from low social economic backgrounds and the teachers will, as Sally said, bring in sanitary towels and sanitary protection for, um, for the girls, so that they don't skip school. If they mm. skip school, then they miss their education, and you know that horrifies me. And we've also talked to um,
4: another um, teacher recently who's now benefiting from Beauty Banks. He says to us that you know there are kids at school borrowing the teacher's own perfume because they think they smell because they haven't had been in a position to wash. And so all of these things, I suppose it was just this kind of this cluster Mm. of stuff. And when I was in this homeless shelter, I saw these crates and I posted a picture of them. I took a picture of them and I sent it to Joe. I texted it to Joe and said, Jesus Christ, look. And then I, I posted it on Instagram and said, I'm in a homeless shelter. This is the situation. And there was quite a big response to it on Instagram. And I thought, I think maybe... I think maybe there will be support for this. And then I saw Joe quite soon after that. We got together to talk about the new Hershersen Salon. Like, mm-hmm. it was not to talk about Beauty Banks. But we ended up spending the whole time talking about that, didn't we? Mm-hmm. And we were like, oh, well, come on, let's should we just do it? Yeah. Because we've got all this product and have so many contacts and access to products and access to brands. And then there are loads of people who don't even have the dignity mm. of a razor to go for a job interview or a housing meeting or the dignity of a sanctuary towel to go to a history lesson or whatever. And we just thought, well, we can potentially bring those two things together. Mm. And so we just thought, oh, well, let's just do it. It was really odd. It was only about a month ago, I know, oh, yeah, it wasn't that long. And then... Um, and, that, like, I hadn't even told my husband or anything. I told him the day before the pool column came out. So, <laughs> yeah, Joe jo and I are doing this thing. He's like, oh, OK. So I said to Joe, um, shall I write my pool column on it? Do you think it's too soon? And we kind of dithered for about a minute. And then mm-hmm. Joe was like, oh, just fuck it. Just do it. Let's just do it. So PR in action. Yeah. <laughs> so I So I wrote it in the hope of really getting the industry Interested and involved, mm-hmm. but the reaction from the public was absolutely incredible, and the reaction from the media was incredible. Mm. And actually, I'm really grateful to the people who follow me on. Um, The pool and on Instagram, because actually their enthusiasm
3: galvanised the industry, I think. Yeah, Mm. they completely informed the way that this went. Totally. And so we posted on Sally's Instagram, or Sally posted on her Instagram, um, the logo for Beauty Banks that that morning, Mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, Lauren Alexa, who Top Shelf Illustrated, had emailed to me that morning. She just posted it that afternoon, and it just went... Unbelievable, crazy amount, and then we just couldn't put the brakes on it. You know, we had to, um, we had to just launch it. And you know, we, as we said earlier, we didn't have, there was no plan, mm-hmm. there was no strategy. There still isn't; it doesn't exist. It's more of a the focus just on like getting this getting stuff in gone. and I mean, getting it out. And I think what from Sally's article on the port, I think what's really interesting, two things that have really struck me is the how, as Sally said earlier, how like people have been just completely supportive because yeah, a lot of people don't know this is a thing
4: yeah.
3: and that's what so period poverty and all those kind of things are starting to, to come through to people's mm-hmm. consciousness but because the nature of food banks in the term of the word food people don't necessarily think to take along um, a deodorant mm-hmm. or a shampoo or whatever because you know it's a food bank so I think just making people aware that this is a thing mm-hmm. um, has been has been part of what has made the response so Um, so great because people it's there but for the grace of God go up. you know and it's not being homeless is not necessarily living on the street Mm -hmm. that is one state of homelessness Mm -hmm. other people can find themselves homeless because in Milton Keynes, there's a huge problem. There are a lot of young people were encouraged to move into that area because it was new housing, it was affordable, they could commute easily into London. A lot of people have lost their jobs in that area. Now there's a lot of young professional people out of work struggling to get jobs and struggling to pay the mortgage and using food banks. Right. You know, And that sort of thing, you wouldn't necessarily know exists. Mm-hmm. And these are people like you and people like me. And yeah.
4: lots of people, lots of young people who through no fault of their own have ended up growing in and then they've been ejected from the care system um, and don't have the infrastructure of family uh, mm-hmm. to support them. There are, when, when you spend time in homeless shelters, and I've done that a fair bit recently... Um, you realise just how many different stories contribute to this problem Mm -hmm. Um, and as Jo said that rough sleepers although it's the most desperate appalling situation to be a rough sleeper they represent a tiny minority of people Mm -hmm. without a permanent home um, there are people living in uh, temporary accommodation, in B and B's, in shelters, in
2: hostels, sofa surfing with mm. friends, begging, borrowing beds from family, and so on. Because it's because I read it was it nearly five thousand people bedding down actually on the street in the UK.
4: Yeah, which is actually a really small um, a, a small percentage of the problem. It's Jeez. a very significant and None horrific are, yeah. mm-hmm. number, but it's it's actually nowhere near the full picture. So there are loads of people there are 13 million people living below the poverty line in this country that's mm. a huge number for, for a start before you get started on accommodation mm. so there are there are lots of groups in real need, and we just thought, well how can we, how can we get it to them and so so far um, How many different organisations? We're definitely in the dozens now. Yeah,
3: we're up to around... We've serviced serviced quite a lot of high schools, but we don't say who those high schools are, Mm -hmm. because it's... There's a stigma attached. There's a stigma attached. Also, it's it's a dignity issue. You know, you don't really want to... um, We don't want to be sort of um, seen as waving that flag necessarily, but we have supported about four high schools so far... Um, across London. Lots of um, food banks. Lots of food banks. We've got Nottingham, we've, Liverpool, Milton Keynes, Cardiff,
4: Cardiff Brighton, uh, Coventry. Is it next to Coventry,
2: Coventry's going today. Coventry's um, going today.
4: Lots in and around London. Yeah, um, Forest Gate. So, you Stratford. Can, so you've
2: got beauty banks. You do the Instagram post and the pool column. It goes. Yeah. Did you actually know, even on that first day, where you were going to send
3: the first lot of. Well, we always knew it was going to come here. To TCS, to the communication store, and I think that the only way that we've been able to even to do this is because of my company. Yeah, um, totally. Because they, and because of Julietta, who runs this company, because she has given us the space. And she's given us her staff. And listeners, it's not a small amount of space. No, I know. <laughs> I know. And it's we've not, still
2: filled it. <laughs> I know, exactly.
3: And this is like, when um, when the pool column happened and then it was picked up by the BBC, mm. I mean, there were pallets <clears throat> turning up. And yeah, there's still there two free pallets turned up today. Um, but it's her allowing us to, because she's so focused on what we do for the world as well as what we do for our clients and what we do mm. for ourselves that... It was just, you know, when I mentioned it to her ages ago and I said, you know, this is... I just feel really like that we should be doing something and, you know, that Sally and I had had a conversation and that all these sort of things were coming together at the same time. I just had to ask her if we could use, you know, mm. this office. And she was like, yeah. And, but at that point, I still thought it would be around 20, 30 parcels a day if we were lucky and that we would have to galvanise, lobby, Mm -hmm. you know, keep going. going. And it just sort of exploded. And then suddenly we've found ourselves, Mm -hmm. you know, we are a working office. Mm -hmm. We have people coming in and out every day. But at no point has she said to me, this has to, you know, she's just like, this is amazing. Keep it going. What can we do to keep it It happening? It has brought out the best in people, I'm just saying.
4: We've We've been really blown away actually by how incredibly sort of kind and generous uh, members of the public have been and also just some really nice surprises within the industry. So Julietta right from the beginning was like yeah 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 do it here do it here but what was nice about it is when we launched and everybody knew that it was happening here in the TCS building there were loads of other agencies that were like can we come over to TCS and help unpack. Like I had I had a meeting with Beauty Scene last week who uh, for listeners outside the industry are another big another agency, big agency yeah. actually they're not called Beauty Scene <coughs> anymore, are they they're called Scene Group but they're a big they're a big agency. And they were like yeah, we can send we can send members of staff down tell Joe to tell us what she needs and you know and Monty PR are coming down tonight to help us unpack. Mm-hmm you know loads and loads that everyone's welcome <laughs> <Like Yeah>. Everyone <laughs> because this is not about one agency and it's not about one PR and it's mm. not about one journalist it's about the beauty community yeah, yeah. Uh, coming together and we hope that that people will get involved. I Mm. think, you know, people tend to say, if there's anything I can do let me know. And although they're being really nice, that's quite hard for us because the velocity of this is really not just sideways and we can't really think of anything to say to you at this point. But people who actually come up with a practical (laughs) use for us, like, hey, I'm driving to Nottingham tomorrow shall I come and collect some Mm. stuff? Yeah,
3: Andy Abraham (laughs)
4: Andy Abraham. (laughs) Nottingham Andy (laughs) My friend Shelley Preston's husband was like, yeah, I'm driving to London from Nottingham tomorrow, shall I come and collect some stuff? And he took an estate car full of stuff back to a food bank in Nottingham Things like that are massively helpful, and mm-hmm. I've been really impressed by how little, how little bullshit there's been. There's not mm-hmm. been like a sense of competition. No. There's not been like
3: newbie from and the Danielle oh, and Evie um, yeah. and the team from Porter were just like we've had a sale. You know, we've like had a beauty sale. Can we pay for some cars. Can we pay for yeah. some cars? We, and just you know, it's that sense of like practical and mm. letting and my clients babblest of. You know, we're going to pay for all the transport that you're transporting out. with. you know, it's just Burt's Bees sent twenty thousand yeah tangle teaser tangle just
4: teaser. sent so much stuff
3: today. You know, Bobby Brown are doing gift bags for volunteers. Yeah. It's just like really nice. Yeah, but Meg, but like Nadine, obviously the first person to. Uh, post it on her Instagram and channels, and Sam and Nick are sending loads of stuff. Sam on. and Nick are sending their stuff, yeah, it's and they're going to do an event with us, and yeah, yeah, we want to do, we want to do sort of. I think once we've got to, we've obviously got to think of it in practical terms mm-hmm. at some point and where we go with it. But right now, it's just let's get this stuff in and let's get it out to people that need it because actually for every one box that we send out there's another 10 emails coming in mm. of people asking for People if we really can need the them. stuff like mm. we
4: had we had an email the other day from, again, naming no names, but from somebody who works within the NHS, and it, within mental health in the NHS, and they were saying, you know, it's a real problem because these people come to us and they desperately need toiletries. Could we possibly have some toiletries to give to our patients? And it's like, well, yeah, but the, there are thousands and thousands of those stories all mm. over the country, and it's just trying to keep everybody happy. Our next big focus is to get further north, so mm, the, furthest, yeah. the furthest we've gone north so far is Liverpool. Um, so we really want to get into the north in Scotland. So bear with us; it will be happening.
2: <laughs> well, what is interesting about all of this and the response is the fact that in that in kind direct report, yeah. it referred to hygiene poverty as a hidden crisis. Yeah, but based on the response that you've had, it doesn't seem to be anything particularly hidden about it
4: I think it's hidden from people who are comfortable enough to be able to afford tampons I think most of us can't conceive mm. of not being able to afford some toothpaste yeah. or I think it's too alien yeah. but actually when you tell people That that there are many people in that situation, they realise how horrible it will be, and I just think people needed to be aware that this happened Mm -hmm. and that this was an issue because everyone can
3: understand how horrible it would be to not have a tampon when you need a tampon, or to have to ration your baby's nappies. Yeah, you know, we've worked with a charity called First Days, who's um, run by this amazing lady called Emma, and you know, she, she, she runs her charity and there are women with babies who have to use three nappies a day. It does not that's matter all they can what's happening to that baby if that baby is sick, if that baby needs changing more times a day. They can't afford it. You know, And to, to know that that's a problem... Then enables us to be able to do something about Mm. it, like not just me and not just Sally, but you and you and everyone. Because if that means for one day I can just go into Whole Foods and spend ten pounds on lunch, Mm. but if I would rather go, if I knew I could go into Boots and go in free for twos and buy Mm. take the free instead of take the two and then give away the third, Mm -hmm. you know, then you can do something that's really gonna. The other thing that people don't really
4: realise until you tell them, you know, they talk about. You know, well, why don't they just wash Go reusable nappies? Why don't they use yeah. moon cups? You are talking about people who very often don't have adequate sanitation for reusable methods. They don't have washing machines. They don't have washing powder. Mm-hmm. They don't mm-hmm. have the requisite privacy for Heating. that sort of thing. Heating. Um, homeless people in particular. what, what You can know, ask somebody who's living on the street to change and clean a moon cup mm-hmm. for five days. You know, so you you... It, it's been a real learning curve for us, just learning what people's real needs are mm. um, and how we can help them on, what's, on terms that are practical and mm. agreeable to them. But you have to consider a lot, for example, people who don't have a home, we really need minis as well. We really need travel toothbrushes and minis because they have to carry everything they own in a bag you know you have to pack light mm. and the nature of their lifestyle is extremely transient obviously and so they need small things there's mm. no point giving them a massive aerosol of deodorant they need roll-ons yeah and they need uh mini toothbrushes and that's been a big learning curve for us young women don't use tampons i've never used a sanctuary towel in my life unless i've just had a baby mm. but apparently but, <laughs> <laughs> but apparently,
3: and that looks more like a nappy yeah, to be honest. yeah they're enormous ones <laughs> I, I
4: just don't use sanctuary towels i've never used them and so it's been a really even when I was a kid, and so it's been a real learning curve for us that young women tend not to want tampons. Yep. Schools want, are asking
3: for schools don't want tan, sanitary towels,
4: mm. and so oh, lots yeah. of young women and and lots of minority groups and religious and cultural groups don't use internal methods of protection. They'll only use external, and so we need a lot more towels than we do tampons. Um, so it's been it's been a learning experience for us about you know what is actually needed. It's all very well
3: thinking what would we have, what would we want, but no, it, what it's do not people actually us. need? Yeah. And it, the, one of the interesting things as well was when we we called it Beauty Banks because it's good alliteration, right? And mm-hmm. it's catchy. What, yeah, it's catchy. And everyone's so busy, and everyone leads very busy lives, and we're getting loads of marketing messages chucked at us all of the time. But you need something that's just going to cut through that people can understand really quickly. Yeah. So it's Beauty Banks. It's called Beauty Banks. It's like a food bank, but with toiletries and personal hygiene Mm -hmm. products instead. Saying that, um, it is interesting how much... um the odd treat has been requested yeah. as well, so yeah. we work with um, a very rocking vicar called um, <laughs> uh, Reverend Jeremy Fraser. I want to say Jeremy. I want Fisher, to call him Jez immediately. No, no, but his email—I went Well, so his lovely. Rev Jezzer is the part that is part of his email, but he's amazing, and he runs two. Um, two parishes in East London, in Forest Gate and in Stratford, and we were having a very long conversation. He actually contacted us after... He read Sally's article on the pool mm-hmm. and then contacted us quite soon afterwards, and I called him, and I said, what can we send you? We've got sanitary solitary item, toothpaste, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, yeah, all of that. Yeah, deodorant, brilliant. Yeah, shampoo, brilliant, thank you. You couldn't throw in some lipsticks as well, could you? And I'm like, do you need to tell me something? <laughs> and he, he was like, no, it just provides an enormous self-esteem and confidence boost to women who actually can't afford those things but um it does a lot for their self-pride um and just makes them you know a little bit more confident and a bit more happier like it does for all of us so We sent them. It's dignity and and self-respect around. Yes, and also who are we to decide that
4: something can make us feel good, but Mm. it's not a priority for people who can't afford it. Do you know what I mean? If we're able to give it to them, Mm. uh, then we will. And you can't underestimate that little boost that that something can give you. Of course, the most important things are sanitary towels, deodorant, etc., etc. But if we're able to give somebody a little bit of a a boost to their
3: day, then that's a good thing. They're requesting it as well. So that's it. We're not saying, have some lipsticks, food banks people, you know, eat them or whatever. That's not what we're saying. (laughs) You know, they're uh, they're asking us for them. Mm. And I think that I know how happy a new lipstick makes me. Mm. Um, And so I don't see why we should be the only ones
4: um, Lots of individuals, lots of women on Instagram, Twitter and so on have said to me, oh, I've got a fair few bits of makeup as well. Is that just insulting to send? And I think that's so sweet, but I Mm. always have to say, so not, Mm. like so not. That's a lovely thing, you know. That's Mm. a really lovely thing. If you're struggling in Mm. every aspect of your life and then you have a nice hand cream or you... Have a nice lipstick or whatever it is, or a tinted moisturiser, something that just makes you feel a bit nicer. Then that's a wonderful thing, and I think just of as much value as a, mm.
2: as a deodorant or something more vital. Mm. And are you all also now getting this feedback from the people who you've sent this stuff to of saying, "Yeah, this is actually making a significant difference." Yes, yes. Yeah. So we've had some lovely ones, haven't yeah,
3: we? Yeah, we've had some really nice, um, positive, just. It sort of takes, it sort of takes your breath away quite a lot mm. of how, you know how like, not only what people need and the the basics that they need, but the scale of which is yeah needed. the scale yeah yeah and it's not a small thing mm. it's not a small amount of people um, and we want to be able to do more and to serve more people and to get more product out and hopefully we'll be in a position to do that but we never want to lose sight of the reason why we were doing it in the first place, yeah. um, and the heart that's got, sort of gone oh. into it. Um, but it's more that I think... I don't even know what I'm saying. I've just like going, I'm like that. I'm we're just like looking this. at this wall of tampons we have, and thinking, um, when are we
2: going to We're recording listeners, <laughs> and might we'll be able to hear a little bit of the background noise, because we're in a working office. We are in the communication store HQ mm. and it's also where Beauty Banks is based and we are in a room a meeting room and there is a wall of Amazon boxes and blue Tampax boxes mm.
3: I think it's important to say as to, well because we get a lot of boxes coming into the office and we're very aware mm. of like the amount of boxes that are coming in so we reuse as many as we can so yeah if yeah. they're
4: intact they get yeah. reused and they get sent back out with product in them for yeah so basically things don't get ripped out of boxes and then the boxes thrown away
0: They get rearranged into boxes, yeah. and then and then a
4: collection of boxes goes out to the because yeah. it's the food a bank or the. Because that was exactly. another
2: moment in the story of Beauty Banks, wasn't it? As you getting a big box with loads of paper yeah. and a post, not a poster, a postcard in it. Saying, I got. I can't remember who
4: I was talking to about this. I, it might have been Jane Cunningham. It may have been Jane Cunningham. There was a thing about a month ago where a courier came to my house and gave me a massive box and I opened the box and inside was tonnes of tissue paper and a tiny box and I opened the tiny box and it had a piece of paper in it saying next big thing coming watch this space and i just thought oh you're having a laugh like (laughs) this is nonsense Mm. this is some absolute bullshit i don't know like this is ridiculous and so i think joe and i are both really aware Mm. of the amount of crap that that comes with beauty products all i want is a press release in a product that's Mm -hmm. all i want and i'm even happy to have a press release on an email it's fine um but the stuff that we get sent so we are aware of the volume of packaging that goes
3: through beauty BTPR agency so we're really trying to keep on top mm-hmm. of that and and be smart yeah we reuse packaging. everything so cuz it also here as well there's a lot of there's a big fashion team here so mm. if anyone's got boxes yeah. they bring them up we reuse as much as we can unless it's been damaged as Sally said earlier or is just
4: but then it goes into recycling it doesn't get yeah yeah everything goes
3: anything. everything goes into recycling that comes out of this office but um it's more, what we have to do is we have to repack and order things. So mm-hmm. everything's coming from individuals all over the country and arriving at all different times. But what we can't do, because food banks or shelters are run by volunteers, mainly, mm-hmm. um, and by a very small amount of people as well. So we want to make their jobs easier. So it's not, we don't just package up a box full of random stuff and send it. No, so we do a, a care
4: package. Yeah. So we don't just, sorry to No. Be no, no yeah, no, so when when we're opening and sorting, We don't just kind of chuck things all together. We think, well, is it a homeless shelter? What will they need? Mm -hmm. And the girls at TCS, overseen by Joe, will will build a bespoke care package for that environment. If it's a food bank, then we cater more for families. Mm -hmm. So you would put baby wipes in, you would put... um, Toothbrushes. Knit knit combs, combs, baby shampoo... Sanctuary protection, things for the whole family, Mm -hmm. toothpaste, kids' toothbrushes and so on. And so we think about the audience and we build them a bespoke care package. And that takes time, but it's worth it because, again, we don't want to waste. Mm. We don't want a food bank or a homeless shelter to get a load of stuff they don't need. A homeless shelter doesn't really have any use for kids' stuff, for example, Mm -hmm. because the kids will be housed somehow in the system. And so, and so we try to be smart with our choices because what we don't want to do is for people to donate stuff and then it just gets, it gathers dust somewhere. Yeah. So we try to make sure people get what they actually need. Yeah. do
3: we manage the in inventory? Like, how do yeah, you... so we, I, have, um, I have a spreadsheet. <laughs> <laughs> I do not have a spreadsheet. <laughs> I have a spreadsheet. Um, I'm quite sort of like, I I'm, not very want, I'm not very good on detail, but I quite like order. Um, and I like to know what we've done. Every single um, product that's gone out... Has been um, every box of product that's gone. It has been logged, and um, we've got like a distribution sheet. Mm-hmm. So you'll know. I mean, I can show you it if you want, but I don't think it's going to excite you very much. But it basically never just know. logs. <laughs> There's no formulas or anything incorporated into it. It's very I'm sort of like then. there <laughs> It's very rudimental um, and but it basically just says um, who it's gone, where it's who's got what, mm-hmm. when they got it. Um, who's our contact there mm. that it was receipt of delivery and um, what we've sent so one of the food banks that we've um, serviced quite a lot or the most so far is the one that's local to us at TCS which is down in Notting Hill which is also next door to um, Grenfell mm-hmm. um, because we obviously are very close to Grenfell when um, the disaster happened in Grenfell we um, did quite a, the, the office here we did quite a lot of volunteering work which is how we became connected to that church. It's actually a Methodist church. Mm -hmm. Um, So there's a lady there called Susanna, who's amazing. Um, And we've delivered... We're just about to do our third um, delivery there. And so she emailed me today and she's like, right, we're fine with sanitary towels. We've got enough sanitary towels. But what I'd really like is some body wash. Have you got any um, more deodorant? So she's able to sort of tell us what Mm -hmm. she needs and then we can supply what she needs because otherwise it's just... You don't want waste. And also... mm
4: -hmm remember that we're supplying to charities who are very often in donated space using volunteers they don't have a big stock room to keep no. this stuff so we have to manage their deliveries yeah. to make sure they have an amount of product they can keep safe dry mm-hmm. available yeah. and that is a challenge in itself which means that some places need smaller but more regular drops yeah than others. yeah
3: because some of the food banks like the one in Staines near where I live was called Manor M A N A, and We had to take some of the... I had to take some of the bags back that we'd taken. They just didn't have the room. Mm. And then two weeks later, I was able to take them back because they had... Gone yeah, this is, a mass, this is a very steep it, learning curve. It, I mean, <laughs> oh, no. it
4: really
2: Lauren took a load of stuff to um, this is Lauren Oakey makeup who's in the room. Yeah. <laughs> Say <laughs> hello. Hello. <laughs> no. um,
4: took, uh, took a load of stuff to um, a homeless shelter in Brighton, and they really, really need loads of stuff, but they couldn't take loads of stuff because, as far as they're concerned, they could get a bed in the space. Mm. Right. And that's how desperate the situation is mm. that it's either another bed or some sanctuary towel ta- an extra mm. few mm-hmm. boxes of sanctuary towels. So you do have to manage the flow of that stuff that's <laughs> coming flow. in the flow yeah. <laughs> you have to um you have to manage it quite carefully so yes deeply learning curve oh. jesus wept i oh, don't yeah. know three, how. Weeks,
3: today. three yeah. weeks today yeah three but, weeks today since so i used to camp- oh, man. <laughs> but it's been mega like it's been nothing is more like rewarding and more sort of satisfying than actually a bit of physical labor it's you fun. Know. Teamwork. It's a bit of a bit a bit, bit of teamwork. Yeah, bit bit of a bit of teamwork going. Yeah. So
4: so tonight we've got um, I think we've got the naggot coming haven't we? We've got Nadine Bag coming from Nadbag. Um, <laughs> we've got Lady. from um, an airport to help unpack. We've got Lindsay Kelk who lives in LA normally. She's coming to unpack. Coming over special. We've got Emma Gunn. <laughs> Might not friend, know her. Um, My friend <laughs> Catelyn's daughter Dora is coming to unpack. Luke Stevens the makeup artist is coming to unpack. And it's Monty Piara coming to Unpack just all these people that we know, it's so nice, isn't mm-hmm. it? And My we'll, clients coming, we'll like, all have a cup of
3: tea and we'll get on with it. Yeah, a cup of prosecco, exactly. And we'll get on, we'll with get the it music on, we'll get the sonos exactly. going. Do you know what's so amazing is how much women get shit done, mm. right? They yeah. really do. Like, and I mean, I love men, you know, I haven't got a uh, not it's this not in an them It's statement. not an anti men statement, well, yeah, we've This got is Marco an empowering as well. Well. Women stay and Andy Abrahams, obviously, Nottingham Andy is an absolute dude. Um, but the, just the foot speed at what women can work through mm. and get stuff done. Like, we had two pallets arrive this morning, eight girls outside. It was up within 20 minutes, all of the product. And everything's individually. Yeah. Like, it's not all together. So, pallets are huge and basically. They 200 to, boxes on a pallet. now. Yeah. And this is two floors up.
2: Two floors up, yeah. So, it's just legwork. Yeah.
3: And you saw them all muscles, coming in yeah, here yeah. earlier and packing stuff up. And it's whoever's free to help, whoever wants to help, whoever mm-hmm. has the time to help. It's not forced, you know. I, I think. Also, I'm, we should just say that tons and tons of uh, really nice people who
4: we don't know on Instagram oh my God, have yeah. said, could they help? Could they volunteer? Here and um, there will there will be ample opportunity Mm -hmm. to help and we would love your help so thank you for volunteering so far, at the moment we are fighting fire, Mm -hmm. this thing has taken off in such a huge way and we're just in one building but it will definitely be opportunity uh, for people to help in their area, in London um, and so on, so we
2: we will get to you and we are really grateful for the offers and obviously as soon as those links become available
3: for people to then visit, I will put them in the show notes there's a Facebook um, page that we've just started with a volunteer group that people can join if they're going yes able to you can join that and there's a generic Beauty Banks page which um, gets updated
4: a lot mm. um, and we've bought a domain so we have a domain we need someone to build us a website so that's <laughs> the next thing so if any brands want to build us a website in their digital department please come uh, please email us at uh, beautybanks at tcs-uk.net if you email us on that, we all get it. Joe gets it, Lauren gets it, I get it. And um, if you think you can help us in a practical mm. way, should I give you a little bit of a shopping list of things that we would really like? It's <laughs> my next question. It's my next question. So we have a little shopping list of things that we'd really like help with. So if anyone in the industry is listening... Uh, Please help in the us. industry,
2: or just generally? No, just
4: generally. If you think you can tick that box, mm-hmm. because actually, you may be in a different industry and be able to help. So, we would really like somebody to um, assist a free post address so that people don't have to pay to send us their donations. We would really like someone with a fleet of vehicles to help us with logistics. We don't care if you're in beauty, if you're in retail, if you're in food, if you're in construction. Mm-hmm. We don't care if you're in cabs, whatever. If you can help us with a fleet of vehicles and drivers, we would be over the moon. That would really help people in desperate need very, very quickly. We have loads of stuff to give you and loads of addresses to take it to. People are begging for this stuff Mm -hmm. and we are going as fast as we can. So if you can speed up that process, it would be great. We still want bulk Toiletries, especially if you're going to do it regularly. So, if there are any beauty brands who can send us a load of deodorant regularly, shower gel, razors, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Harry's razors are sending us razors at the moment. If anybody can assist them, send us some more. That would be great. Um, and we need someone to build us a website and we need storage, storage yeah. <laughs> we really
3: need yeah. storage at the moment we're using the big yellow storage unit in Fulham mm-hmm. which i think is also housed to keep um, yeah. dead bodies yeah <laughs> Okay, you've just
4: seen us evicted. From <laughs> storage. so, okay. Okay. so we listening? now really need some storage because
2: oh, Joe just
3: John, got storage units are terrifying. They are absolutely they really scary They look like it's Bill like and horrible. Ted. Yeah. You know Bill and Ted when Ted? Do you remember? Like, I was trying to tell the girls in the office today about Bill and Ted. But do you know who Bill and Ted are? Yeah. Oh, good. Well, at least yeah. that's one thing. Well, right. well, well, so well, so well an old a horror movie, didn't he? Based set in a storage unit. Did was, he? Storage sure.
4: units are really kind of dystopian and creepy, aren't
2: they? But they're very. We will live in. We will all live in
4: one. (laughs) Yeah, but if you happen to have warehouse space, unused retail space, um, space below a restaurant, space above a shop, Mm -hmm. whatever you have, if you think you can help us... In London, mm-hmm. we have to. We specifically need London at the moment. Yeah, we need. Access. If you have space that we can get easy access to that can accept deliveries, or even if it can't, we'll make it work. Mm-hmm. Can you please contact us on
2: the email address because we are desperate. Mm-hmm. And there are some items. So also, actually, one thing I wanted to clarify: how are people able to donate via Amazon? How does that work? Right.
4: So if you go onto Amazon, um, so. If you actually the quickest way to do it is if you go onto the underscore beauty underscore banks on Instagram mm-hmm. in the bio there is a permanent link to my pool column mm-hmm. and the pool column has on it a hyperlink to the Amazon wish list mm-hmm. it has the full address of TCS it tells you the kinds of things we need so pretty much everything is there click onto the wish list and everything is automatically programmed to be delivered to the right address all you have to do is make your payment mm-hmm. And also, even if you don't want to shop from Amazon, for whatever reason, you can still see on the Amazon wish list what you could buy in Superdrug or Sainsbury's or Tesco, wherever you do Mm -hmm. want to shop. That gives
2: you a guide of the kinds of things we're looking for. Because there are only a couple of prohibited items, isn't it? It's nail polish... Is that right? Is they're, that, well, not, prohibited? they're not prohibited
4: yeah. from us, but they're prohibited by the post office in excessive quantities. So if you're sending over 100ml of solvents, the post office, unless you send them all separately, yeah. the post office will seize your package. They're
3: hazardous materials. so they're, exactly. like they're, called, they're called hazmat, so you can't, because they could be... Yeah. If there was a fire or mm-hmm. whatever, they would... So save yourself
4: yeah. and the post office, the hassle yeah. would be my advice. we not our issue, but you're going to have problems
3: with the post. But with Amazon, you won't have that issue. No. But we are working on... Um, there is a drop situation that we're trying to work with at the moment yes. with um, a third party who are helping us to have assisted postage, so even any because actually sending toiletries is not cheap yeah um mm. in the post um they're heavy i know they're heavy so there's this company that we're working with at the moment that should be um up and running in the next couple of days which will allow people to post us um items up to 10 kgs for about five pounds yes yeah, so so you can send tons it's yeah.
4: something like a quarter of the price or yeah oh, wow. yeah And then also, if you want to uh, go on to, you know, Boots.com, Superdrug.com, Ocado, wherever you like, just put in the address as your delivery address. The only reason we have Amazon wishlists is because they have wishlist capabilities and those other retailers don't. But pinch the ideas from the Amazon wishlist and send from Superdrug.com if that's what you want to do. We really don't care where it comes from. We just want the stuff.
3: And if someone lives, you know, we're talking to a couple of retailers at the moment so that we can have banks in the northeast and in scotland in all of those areas where we know the need is there but in the meantime if someone would like to donate to someone in their area but they don't want the product to come back all the way back to us so then it get yeah. serviced around the sort of south area at the moment then just contact us and we'll tell you where your local food bank is yeah. or your shelter and you can
4: take it direct to them we d- it doesn't need to you know you can cut out the middleman if you like mm-hmm. the important thing is that your stuff gets in the right hands mm-hmm. um, of those who need it so yes you can either google your local food banks or just just email us or Instagram private messages and we'll let you know where your nearest one yeah. is we do that quite a lot
2: okay you are two very busy professional women Mm-hmm how I think a lot of people might have thought about doing something like this or have thought about how they could um, share their time for a good cause. Um, How have you managed to fit this in? I'm using air quotes because it's an annoying sort of phrase, like you're just doing it. And it is a case of, I would imagine, just finding the time when something is important, but it's applying yourself. Yeah. and there, I'm sure there will be listeners who are, think, who are very inspired by this and would be thinking well I would like to do something whether it be for you or something a passion of their own so do you have any I know this has just exploded but do you have any advice or do you have any thoughts on that being in the midst of it?
4: I mean I don't have time to do it neither do you I don't <laughs> know
3: what we're up to really no, there are, like, there's aren't. Like, there been a lot of times in the last three weeks when I've just, just wished stupid. there were more hours in the day Yeah, 100% like it's not we're not super women, you know, we're not any different than any but other different. woman. We're not, and we're just people that got sick of moaning about something mm. and decided to do something about it. And well, that's a big point as well. It's a huge part of it for me.
4: I just, at the moment, I had got to the point where I was just so permanently angry. You know, angry about Donald Trump, angry about austerity, angry about Brexit, angry about Me Too, angry, you know, mm. all of this stuff. There's so much stuff going on. Mm. Whichever, whatever your politics are, you have to admit that it's quite a crazy time. And I still feel angry about lots of things, but I can't only feel angry because if I only feel angry, I'll go mental. Mm. And I just, I have, I felt like I had to do something that made me feel that I was contributing in a positive manner. But what I would say is if people want to get involved, do you know what? If you are sending us six shower gels from Amazon, you are contributing. Mm-hmm. Like, if you are... If you give a shit If you even, give a shit, you are contributing. Yeah. If you're sharing posts, you're contributing. If you are commenting on posts, which keeps the algorithm healthy, you are contributing. Um, people do what they can, yeah. you know. And if if you go to your local food bank and say, "Can I come and help out for
2: a couple of hours once a week?" You're helping. Mm. You're contributing. Mm. But I think people can feel helpless. I know. I certainly will read the news, and I feel really helpless yeah, sometimes. Of like,
3: course, but how how that's I such I an unhealthy. But that's such an unhealthy way, you it know, is. to behave. And that happened when I was on when we. I think we were on holiday in Greece when the horrible scenes of the picture of the baby washing up oh, on the yeah. shore and i get i you know we get really upset and you just feel so helpless but if you look at the world in the, through this lens of it's all awful, it's all shit, there's nothing I can do about it, I'm yeah. just one person, then of course you're not going to do anything mm. about it because you are one person. But you don't have to take on everything at the mm. same time. You just do what you can. And how, how it is, like with Sally and I, it just so happens that we work in an industry where we know largely people are really generous and really kind yeah. and good and it's female-focused and it's very much about, you know... Um, it's very much an industry that is full of good people. Um, and we also... I feel a slight... I always have, I can only speak for myself, feel like I think a lot of people just think that I sit at my desk all day putting on lipstick. Yeah. And that I'm not contributing to society in any way. Yeah. The beauty industry is yeah. largely, you know, just uh, empty vacuous. And, um, vacuous. Yeah. Fine, let them think that. Um, and all of these things sort of come together. And I just think we had... A, a opportunity to use what influence we do have and what connections we do have to do actually something that's quite simple, mm-hmm. right? We're not doing like anything that's very difficult logistic. Well, it's it's got its logistical, logistical, logistical difficult, No, logistically, <laughs> I mean, like from a point of view of like brain power, right? It, yeah, it's yeah. easy, right? We
1: get we yeah, can get products, yeah, the, the idea products. is simple. Yeah, yeah, the
3: idea is simple, and then we get it out, right? And it's. But to do that then makes you feel at least that... Listen, and also, we're not at the coalface. You no. know, we're not the people that are going... There's a, there's a group, there's a lady called Shard who's in Bristol who we're sending parcels to this evening. She and her team go out on the streets when it was snowing last yeah. week, meeting homeless people, giving them stuff, Blankets, taking the socks so, off yeah. their feet to give to people. They're the people at the coalface. Mm. What we are doing is doing... You know we're not saints and and we're just what we are able to do we are doing Mm. and it's and whoever wants to be part of that is welcome whoever wants to get their hands dirty yeah to be part of the solution part of of a
4: a positive action Mm. um makes you feel better and also we've got four kids between us and I don't want my kids to just see me going ah the yeah. world's ending. Like I want my kids to know that you can actually get up and do something. Mm. Um, I think that's important for young people to see that that people have the power to, mm. to do things. Yeah. And you can only clean up your side of the street. That's the other thing. I vote. I'll go on a protest. I can do that stuff. But I can't actually change the world. I can only change the little bit that I can mm. that yeah. I can change.
3: And so you've that's got, got to start to be somewhere. Enough. That's yeah, got you've to, got be. to start I know what. Like Sally's right. Like our kids. It's important to our children who are given so much stuff that we decide to give to them, right? Yeah. That yeah, 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 That we decide that um, they can have all these amazing things that perhaps we didn't have when we were their age. But then we, like, we also want them to see the other side of the coin. So, and yeah, that's 100%. about showing, right? That's not about saying, right? You can say to a kid, oh, you're so lucky, you've got so much, some kids don't have anything, and all they hear is blah, blah, mm. blah. Like I heard when my mum and dad would say other yeah. things similar. But I had my kids, like... Packing and unpacking boxes, yeah. and then going down to the super, uh, down to the food bank. They were pulling the trolley. They were like, "Oh, this is a laugh," you know. Yeah. And then they know it's, they know that there's a purpose to it. And I think that, to me, also has a positive impact totally. in the way that I'm it's bringing up. it's an investment in the future. Yeah, yeah. So we're bringing up two spoiled little. Yeah. yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I, I would hate that. I'd really hate I mean, that. You know, that and we would only have ourselves nightmare. to blame, you yeah. know. It's kind of
4: mm. And so, yeah, I don't I don't know in terms of a, a practical finding the time. I don't really know how it works. Joe's got like a massive job mm. already.
3: And is sort of fielding. Yours is nothing. (laughs) We had to write like seven hundred and fifty thousand words for Sky News in about twenty-two minutes the other day. But we do what we can. I I fell asleep while I was writing it. It I did. did It was
4: two o'clock in the morning, and I was flying to uh, Dublin. Um, I had to get up to go to Dublin at six o'clock, and
3: then turn it on for a customer event.
4: And then Sky said, "Can you write a piece by tomorrow about Beauty Banks?" And I literally fell asleep on the keyboard, and every (laughs) now and then I sort of jerked awake and carried on typing. I have no, I have no recollection of what I wrote. <laughs> but but the way but the way my job works is the phone is always ringing with somebody saying can we do a quick interview for the mm-hmm. radio so I, I tend to react to all that stuff yeah. so today I've just done to, today I've done an interview with an industry a beauty industry magazine who uh, who want to talk about beauty back so I've done that mm-hmm. so I tend to do lots of the public facing things because yep. I'm already doing it and yep. I'm already there joe has handled most of the logistics and then between us we're constantly like so and so can give a lift to a load of product Uh, (laughs) so so and so can hire a van so and so is
3: coming from, and so that stuff takes place between us yeah and then we have days like today right when we're both here and we'll do everything get it all out get it all done um, have a packing party have a packing party and then I tell people to piss off on Twitter yeah exactly because I don't do that right <laughs> so that's I one do. thing but that's like nothing to do with me I don't yeah. I don't engage with Twitter I didn't even want to talk about the shit on Twitter I, I just can, don't want
2: I, to
4: I, give I'll, it oxygen I, I just don't give a fuck about them but, but my but my job is telling them to do yeah work. so
3: she can do that because I can't because, and you do it very well yeah see I can't like, do you know what I learned? like I'd never heard the term no I don't. F- f- <laughs> ever <laughs> and like my husband, like who's also a writer, who loves Twitter, and is really good on Twitter because he can do what you do, which is I would just be like, "You're all cunts," <laughs> you and he, um, he was just like, "Blah blah blah," so off you fuck, and I said to dad. I was so delighted by it as a friend. <laughs> glad to be upset. I know, but I was so delighted
4: by it. And I just think, I can't do that. But, the, over, but, but the thing you have to remember back to it is that the, the shouty ones are so in the minority. The amount of support we've had yeah, on social media from decent, yeah. kind people. And if you don't agree with what we're doing, if you don't agree that poverty exists, which I've realised is quite a common thing. People don't think poverty is actually in existence, that it's a made up sort of myth thing. <laughs> If you don't agree with that, and if you don't want to help it, it's really easy not to donate. Just mm. don't get involved. That's absolutely fine. But don't get up in my grill when I've been <laughs> up for 20 oh, hours no. doing beauty bank stuff, telling me, shouting at me, and then I lose my temper. But for the most part, people have been incredible. All the shares, all the donations. Yeah, incredible. People have got buckets in their office, and yeah. people are coming in. And do- my friend Nicola uh, works at a maze in Manchester, a public relations company up there. They're not anything to do with beauty. They do big corporate stuff. They've got buckets in all the offices and people are just coming in after their lunch hour with big three-for-twos from Boots yeah. and dumping them in the buckets. Yeah. So. We know um,
3: a, a chamber of barristers has got yeah, a big Mel collection Clooney's, going, and the Malcolini's barristers chambers yeah. yesterday dropped off five boxes.
4: And then was, was it amazing. who was the science company? Somebody got in touch with us on Twitter,
3: Boston, Boston Scientific. Something yeah, they're yeah. having, um, they're having a massive collection. They're using our logos to uh, donate, you know, generate um, product donations and People so on. Have
4: really got stuck in in yeah. a way that's been really humbling and really impressive. And you do, it does keep you going when you think yeah, it you does. don't. Have have time mm, because yeah. you just you look at people and and what they're doing and you see emails from people saying oh please can we have some stuff and you think well we have to get them some mm. stuff somehow and it does yeah. kind of spur you yeah it gives it you does some spur you on I can do without another proud dad with a Union Jack for an avatar telling me poverty doesn't <laughs> <it spur
2: them. laughs> oh, is that my husband <laughs> <I'm not laughs> Off twist <laughs> he came off when he saw the off you fuck he was like I, I know off you fuck talk. I know Ra-
4: wrap around sunglasses in your avatar
3: I love him
4: <laughs> wrap around sunglasses in your avatar and a union jack all over your profile nice and proud dad is your description of yourself it's usually a bad bad omen for me it means I'm about to lose my rag with what you're about to say god
3: off you fuck <laughs> Honestly, that was that came up on my feed. But just, see, that's it. I just don't because if I did, it would just be it would be the end. Like I would disgrace myself. Instagram's a nicer place. I'd say it's yeah. friendlier, It's it a friendlier is. place. And you can know. permanently delete, delete
2: any negativity on that. Who where where, on Instagram? Yeah, you can delete a comment. Whereas, oh, do you know what best thing,
3: actually, the best thing actually? That the best thing that oh, you can people ever hang do is actually. just like in, it's just ignore them because mm-hmm. that's that makes them even angrier. And I think that if if someone is that angry that they need to take to twitter or instagram or social media to vent their spleen and to oh, tell I'm, I'm a muter, now. not a blocker, because I feel like
4: blocking trolls gives them such a bonus. so I'm I'm a yeah. muter because it amuses me thinking of them shouting into the ether and wondering <laughs> exactly where I've what, gone. That's exactly what RuPaul does,
2: not to bring everything back to RuPaul. <laughs> do, that's exactly what we do. do.
4: Yeah, I'm a muter, not a blocker because I just find it so funny, the thought of people on their 30th tweet to me and I'm just like
2: having my dinner and I do not really see it. <laughs> Add it to your uh, profile from <laughs> <used journalism.
3: laughs> <laughs> I, I know that's correct. Like in the background. <laughs> yeah. oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. It's like S Town. It's to S Town. Yeah. When the guy in the background is like yeah. whoop whoop. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right, thank you very much for your time. I'm not going to take up any more of it because we've got boxes, boxes <laughs> we've got, to unpack. We've got hundreds unpacked. and hundreds
4: mm-hmm. of boxes. But can you please, anybody listening, can you please follow us on Instagram because we've got really cool stuff happening yeah. coming up. It's we're going to do a really nice, cool little event
2: in a couple of months with some of your favourite influencers mm-hmm. and we'll need volunteers and help and stuff. So All of the links will obviously be in the show notes. Is it at underscore the underscore...
3: It's at the underscore beauty there. underscore banks because there's quite a few sort of um, hair salons, hair system. salons and beauty parlors and so on.
2: All of the links will be in the show notes. Thank there you. will obviously be an Instagram post. There will be. Uh, just mattifying ourselves to do a (laughs) selfie shortly after this recording and if you
4: think you can offer something practical that we need we would
2: love to hear from
4: you just send us an email
2: and also if you want to find out anything more if you want to look at that in kind direct report that was mentioned i will also put in the link to that joe and sally thank you so much for your time off we fuck before you go just a reminder that if you do want to get involved with Beauty Banks all of the links will be in the show notes on emmaguns.com and on iTunes and if you want to get in touch with me and I do love to hear from you please do drop me an email at thebeautypodcast at gmail.com or slide into those DMs on Instagram or Twitter where I am at emmaguns and don't forget if you haven't already please do join the Facebook group it's closed but I approve every single member personally the link to that will also be in the show notes we are having some great 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 chats over there and I would love it and I know all the members would love it if more of you came over and joined. Thank you so much for listening and I will see you on the next one.